Anxiety affects millions of people worldwide, and it is so common that I call it the common cold of the mental health. So let's understand anxiety. Stay tuned. You're listening to Mind Manners, hosted by licensed psychotherapist Albert Nguyen. Albert helps his clients overcome past trauma, change their mindset, and accelerate their personal and professional development. This podcast covers a wide range of mental health and self-development topics, with each episode offering an actionable step towards a better you. If you're on a wellness journey, keep listening. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Albert Nguyen. And if you are new to this podcast, I am a licensed therapist. And this podcast is dedicated to mental health and self-development. And in today's session, we are talking about something that's very important that many of us struggle with, sometimes not even realizing it. And that is anxiety. We live in a society that doesn't take mental health seriously. I'm actually shocked that there is still so much stigma around mental health. We get told to just toughen up, stop worrying, or that it's all in our heads. But I'm here to tell you that anxiety is as real as diabetes, as real as any health conditions. Yet, we take better care of the common cold better than we do with anxiety. And why is that? Much like most mental health conditions, anxiety exists on a spectrum. On one end, it can be the everyday worry. And on the other end, it can be the more debilitating symptoms such as panic attacks. Whatever the level of of intensity is that you have, we all know what anxiety feels like. It's the constant worry, trouble sleeping, tense body, and struggle with concentrating and focus. It's those moments where you've been called in to see your boss and you're unsure why, but you feel this uneasiness in the pit of your stomach and your mind conjures up random theories of what it might be. Perhaps you had a first date with someone you really like, so you worry about all the things that could go wrong. Maybe you had to give a presentation or speech at school or at work, and every part of you just wants to find a way to get out of it. Or that time your partner or your friend tells you that they have something urgent and serious they need to talk to you tonight about. So you anticipate and can't focus for the remainder of the day. Or when you had to take a very important medical test or an exam for school and you had to wait for the results. We've all been there. The feeling that these situations and triggers produce may be slightly different in all of us and at different levels of intensity, but generally they activate the same system that exists in all of us. Our nervous system, that fight or flight response. And as it causes an increase in adrenaline and stress hormones, which floods our bodies, we experience physical symptoms such as increased blood pressure and heart rate. We may experience headaches, tightness in our chest, shortness of breath, stomach pains, shakiness, 
or trembling in our voices. So let's talk about the anxiety and how it works. So I think that's really important for you to understand. Anxiety is a normal emotion that we all feel, often triggered by a stressful experience. And it's related to fear. Anxiety is an evolutionary system that helps protect us, which all animals have for the most part. It helps protect us from real or perceived threats, meaning that it can be a immediate threat that's happening physically in real time, or it could be imagined in your own minds. But it activates the same biological mechanisms in the body. So anxiety starts in the amygdala in the brain, where it alerts other parts of the brain to be ready for defensive action. And without getting into all the jargon in biology, the brain sends a message or signals to the rest of the body, which activates the stress response and prepares our body as if we are being attacked by a saber-toothed tiger. Our muscles get tensed, our heart rate increases and breathing increases, our blood pressure rises, and this puts you in a state of hyper-awareness. And in that state, you're super alert. This is what is known as the fight and flight response. And we do have a system that keeps this fight or flight or stress response in check. It's commonly referred to as the prefrontal cortex or executive thinking. Basically, the part of the brain where we can engage in higher levels of thinking, like rationalizing, planning, creating, and so on. So let's quickly recap. It works like this. If you see something you think is dangerous, say a lion, it sends a signal to the amygdala that it's time to run for your life. But the prefrontal cortex can say to the amygdala, hey, the lion is in a cage. You're safe. Calm down. You're okay. It's a feedback loop that keeps the stress response in check. But we know that it gets more complicated than that, especially with the daily stresses that we face. They're much more subtle and not as clear cut. And when it comes to anxiety, many of the mechanisms and stress response systems are functioning incorrectly. For many, anxiety can go into overdrive where it's persistent and very pervasive, interrupting your ability to function daily, whether at work, at school, or in relationships, which leads many of us to avoid situations that may trigger symptoms. And like I keep saying, anxiety is very common, and most of us struggle with it at one point or another in our lives. And science shows that there are actual difference in the brain and how it's working with people who struggle with anxiety. The great news is that the brain is highly malleable. It's a concept known as brain plasticity, meaning that the brain can adapt, change, and rewire itself by forming new connections through experience. And this happens all through our entire life.
So anxiety is treatable and you don't have to suffer. You can get better with treatment. Remember, anxiety is not about personal flaws or weaknesses. It's about changing brain patterns. Of course, change is always easier said than done. Anxiety can appear in many disguises. Sometimes they show up like anger, short-temperedness, or even rage or sadness. So it can be hard to detect. Anxiety can strike us in specific moments, like public speaking or social settings. Or it may be something you wake up with every single day of your life without any specific triggers. A fruitful thought and practical information that you can take away from this. Start with the basics in managing anxiety. And I recommend this to all my patients in my practice to get your nutrition, exercise, and sleep in check. Are you optimizing those things, those three things? Coping and dealing with anxiety would be less of an uphill battle if you have these three things in place. In fact, research has shown that what you eat and eating a healthy diet and exercise can be just as good, if not better, than medication for anxiety treatment. Number two, practice mindfulness and meditation. It helps slow down the nervous system and manage the fight or flight response so that your prefrontal cortex can have space to rethink and reorient itself. Like the famous quote by Dr. Viktor Frankl states, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our responses. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. I love that quote. But number three, CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. I'm sure many of you heard this and there's a reason for that. It is a highly effective modality that's used in therapy to treat anxiety. It helps you explore upsetting thoughts, how those thoughts influences your emotions and behaviors. By building awareness, you get to determine how helpful or unhelpful these thoughts can be and work to challenge them or reframe them. Over time, this practice can change and rebuild the neural pathways in the brain that contributes to anxiety and dial down the intensity. Most CBT therapists, myself included, understand that the key behavior that reinforces anxiety is avoidance. Anxiety causes us to often think in a way that underestimates our ability and overestimates the circumstances. And because of this thinking, it can lead us to want to avoid whatever may trigger the anxiety or stress response. And the problem with avoidance is it provides an immediate relief, but it also confirms the belief in the anxious thought or situation. And it sends a message that you're incapable of dealing with it. So avoidance actually makes anxiety worse and stronger over time because the pathways in the brain that triggers anxiety becomes really strong and solidified. And this becomes a vicious cycle until that pattern gets disrupted or changed. Plus, medication is always an option that can provide relief. 
both for short-term and long-term. I've seen a lot of patients over the years who benefited from short-term medication while actively engaging CBT treatment. The medication helps dial down the anxiety so that the active work of doing CBT can be utilized and practiced to rebuild the brain pathways. I know that was a lot of information and we'll absolutely dive into more specifics around anxiety in future sessions. And in future sessions, I'll also dive into a little bit more about how CBT works and how you can utilize some of the techniques. But with this session, I hope you found the information useful and helpful, and it gives you a better understanding about what anxiety is. Anxiety can be all-consuming, and many people are not getting treatment for it. Just remember that anxiety is not a personal weakness or problem. It's a health problem, and it can be treated. So please, if you are struggling, it's time to invest in your mental health because you matter. Thanks for tuning in to Mind Manners with Albert Nguyen. We hope you found value in this episode. If you'd like to work with Albert one-on-one, visit OptiMindCounseling.com to learn more about his private practice. Looking to join a community of like-minded individuals? Search Mind Manners Podcast Community on Facebook and join our group to connect with others on their wellness journeys. Finally, if you haven't already done so, please write us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and let us know you're enjoying the show.